Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Chris. I'm Marissa. I'm Scott. I'm Albert. And we are keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. This episode. Uh, this episode. <laughs> God bless America. Right. This episode is brought to you by Lambertone Pickups. Uh, they have been putting out some amazing products. I've got the Cremas in my SG. We're working on a demo for them. Keep your eyes open for them. Go check them out. See them on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, purchase something from them. Buy something. Let them know that you heard of, heard about them from us. <coughs> All right. Now we're going to do what's new. Uh, Chris? Uh, nothing yet. yet. It's, it's still, still in the works, works so, so hopefully next, next recording session, session I'll have something new. Do you want to spill the beans on what you're working come on? on or sp- is come this on. going to be secret? I'm trying to sell a cab and guitar in order to get a 80s uh, Marshall uh, no. Marshall Lead 100 MOSFET. It's a solid state, but it's like one of the closer solid states to the like 1959 slash 1987 line and then you don't have those pusky those pesky nasty tubes in there they keep blowing exactly so here's my question so i did have a plexi it was hot what 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 <laughs> is like the mosfet because i know the full drive 2 there's mosfet and then non-mosfet why do people hate it so much or love it so much um, well, a mosfet is a transistor okay. yeah so tubes are transistors, um, op amps are effectively transistors. Um, they're all just electrical components typically used for amplification. And uh, so it's just a different means of doing it. Very nice. All right. And that uh, is electrical engineering with Scott for the day. <laughs> there we go. Um, Marissa, right. what do you got? Nothing. Oh. This is, well... At least we know that someone has some pretty cool stuff. Because I currently have a package that has been meant to be shipped for a while, and I still haven't gotten it. I got the pre-shipment notice, but it's been there for a few days. So I've got another set of strings coming in from Gabriel Tenorio or Tenorio. Oh yeah, you pronounce it. So I ordered. Um, I pretty much didn't like their website's confusing to me because. I'm just one of those guitar players where if you put it in my hand, I'll tell you if I like it or not, but I'm not like smart enough where I'm like, no, I need round core with silver, this and all that. Like, I'm just like, no, those feel good. Those don't feel good. So he actually uh, said that for my Firebird, he was doing a set that's kind of a weird, I guess, gauge set. So I'm, I'm pretty sure he doesn't have those in stock. So I've been waiting a little bit for him, but I'm excited that they'll be here hopefully within the next week. Nice. So, and then uh, Scott, you've got um, quite a bit of what's new. Yeah, uh, I mean the the first most tangible one is I I got a new pedal in. Uh, I got one of those JH JHS unicorns off their fire sale a week and a half ago or so. Um, playing around with it. Can I do a shout it's, out to Alan Chapel, who's poor guy. Oh, yeah, poor guy. Rest in peace. Uh, Alan Chapel is a is a friend of ours uh, that unfortunately his got stolen off his porch, and 
had a hard time kind of getting reimbursed and refunded for it. So hopefully he, you know, gets some money in I, hand and hopefully he gets a new pedal in hand too. Reverb actually took care of him, gave him a uh, reverb bucks equal to the money he spent. And I believe he used them to buy the Harbinger from Matthew's effects from Leon Wright from Pelican noise works. If I could be oh, wrong, nice. but I'm pretty sure that's kind of what happened. Cause Leon posted in, uh, all of us are members of the inner circle that support 60 cycle hum, um, which is another great podcast you should be listening to, which I'm sure you probably Ooh. do. 60 cycle hum, 60. All right, sorry. Uh, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, they, they actually, uh, he, he posted in there that Leon posted that Alan bought his Harbinger. So I'm guessing that's where the money came from. Sweet. And we're derailed by Diaz once again. Yeah. So, uh,. <laughs> <laughs> So the Unicorns a is a kind of a Univibe kind of a product. Uh, so I'm getting used to it. It's still kind of I don't know. Vibe's not really an effect I've ever really used much or a phaser. Um, I usually kind of get my like swirly effects from my delay pedals oscillating. That's kind of what where I get that kind of sound from. So still debating if this is going on the big board or it's just going to be something I play around with for a little bit or what I wind up doing with it. But it's it's cool. It's got two very different modes. It's really well built. So see, my problem is more time with it with vibes. I always want to go for that black hole sun sound where it's like mm-hmm. just insane. It's like not really usable in every song. I know there's a lot of people who use it as a slight effect. I just can't do it. That's one of the effects that it's all or nothing. Yeah. And since this is JHS, it's, it's way more down the middle as far as like effects go, like it does the standard thing really well where versus like another brand where they get super, super weird with it. Yeah. Earthquaker so, is one of those brands that really gets kind of weird, but Albert, you yeah. own some Earthquaker stuff, don't you? Or didn't you at one point? Yeah. Yeah. I've had i uh, I've had quite a few Earthquaker pedals. I'm, I'm just a really big fan of, of everything that they make. I had a uh, hoof reaper for a while um, I've had a hummingbird, the trem. Um, I have a really super weird, uh, kind of like limited run fuzz that they did for a music festival once called the Grim Reefer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it means exactly what you think. Um, but it's, it's like a, it's a super rippy Velcro fuzz that I think they made like 120 of or something that I randomly got in a trade one day. They should have so, made yeah, 420, I'm, but that's just me. Yeah, they... They numbered uh, all of them 420 out of 120. So, <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, good old Earthquaker. I think Earthquaker, uh, one of their cool pedals that I had was a Ghost Echo at one point. And yeah, that's a nifty. one. That's an awesome reverb pedal. Let's see. And then uh, what else? You went to uh, CME, Scott, didn't you? Uh yeah, uh, and not casually, oh, Scott went to a guitar store. Uh, <laughs> Chicago Music Exchange was hosting a event. I believe they called it the Pedal Jam. So they had a number of manufacturers in with uh, with the, sort of their NAM boards doing the whole show-off thing. It was, it was good. Um, so Josh Scott and JHS was there. Uh, Robert Keeley was there. Um, I saw Joel Cordy. I didn't get the chance to talk to him, though. Um, from Chase Bliss, uh, <laughs> Old Blood, Old Blood Noise Endeavors was there. Death by Audio was there. 
I want to say Dwarfcraft was there. There were there were eight or ten builders there, and it's a little crowded to be honest for Chicago Music well, that, Exchange. That, that's like a, the one section of Nam just put all together. Like at Summer Nam, like the three rows of guitar pedals just thrown in there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I I brought a buddy of mine with me, and uh, that's sort of like the first thing I told him. Was like, it's like Nam, but it's it's less formal, in the sense of like you're just dealing with people off the street, and uh, that kind of meant like one guy would kind of stand in front of you and not really like let you see what's going on and chat as much. Like it was, it, it didn't have the same kind of, uh, I, I guess etiquette would be the word where. Like when you're at Nam, people are able to kind of address all the passer buyers a bit better, and it's a little more spread out and a little less crowded. So, um, but all in all, it was a cool opportunity. I'm sure you know a lot of people loved being able just to kind of hook everything up and play with it and um, get to see some stuff that they wouldn't normally get their hands on and play with. So, that it was a good time. Uh, saw uh, Seth over at Old Blood Noise Endeavors gave me kind of a tour of the Flatlight which is this delay and flanger together. And I, I, that, that, was, that changed my perspective on what flanger can do for sure because I'm used to just airplane noises. Yeah. Um, like, and this like, noises. Yeah, I think of like, is it American Woman by uh, Lenny Kravitz where he uses a really heavy one? I think so. I always think of anything Blink-182 off of the self-titled album and then hitting into Boxcar Racer. Because that's really when he went kind of heavy on the flanger. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so that was really cool. Tried out the Excess a little bit too. Um, didn't get... I, I was trying to not be like rude. And also I could only be there for an hour. So I, I was kind of struggling to see everything that I wanted to see. But uh, the Flatlight really impressed me. I, I I'm considering watching the market for a little bit to see if I could pick one of those up. Is the flanger um, in the, like in the loop, like it's affecting only your repeats or is it before or is it? It's, it's got tons of different modes. And so like one of the things I love about when you're at like Nam or you're at a place like this, you're, you're dealing like face to face with the pedal builder. Yeah. So it's not like, all right, I'm going to go into the test room um, with the pedal. I'm going to set everything at noon and see what it does. Um, they'll, they'll start you there and then they'll go, now, hang on, let me, let me tweak this to its, to its extremes and really get something out of it. That's you would never have seen coming. Um, so like that, <laughs> I'm going to need like another lesson in that pedal. If I'm going to add it to my board and really figure it out. Um, cause it just did so much cool stuff, but the, the way I kind of think of it is like, you know how on like a lot of classic delay pedals you have a modulation section. So on your on your repeats you get a little bit of warble or you get a little bit of something. Mm-hmm. It it's it's very similar to that where but instead of a, a phaser or a chorus effect you're getting a flanger, and that made a really really cool effect that was a bit different. Yeah. And then it then it goes into weird territories. But like at its core, the simple thing that's what it's doing. Um. So really like that. Um, and then the whole staying on the topic of weirdness and how extreme pedals can get out. I got to try a Thermae 
from Chase Bliss. Well, I'm just happy you pronounced it because I had no clue. I was about to just call it. The, <laughs> I, I read it really fast. I was like, oh, Chase Bliss is coming out with a theremin. That's pretty neat. <laughs> Which, Joel, if you happen to ever listen to this, I would buy a theremin from you if you decided to make one. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's crazy what that thing can do. And like, it's fun talking. I was talking with Zach and what's really cool is I met Zach at Nam last year. So he like recognized me right away. Cause there's not a lot of six, seven guitar players in the world. Uh, <laughs> that's how I found, that's how I found you whenever we met last year at summer Nam. Like, <laughs> like that's how Scott and I first met was last year at summer Nam. Uh, we're like, you know, in 60 cycle home saying, who's going to be there. Da, 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 da. And Scott's like, well, let's meet up. And I think it was the before, it was like the night that I got into town and yeah, uh, I was before Nam the, the, and we said that he's like, I'm like, well, I'm going to be, you know, wearing this. He's like, you'll see me It's <laughs> pretty much the rest. <laughs> I was like, and he walked in. I was like, I see you <laughs> like that. That's you. Yeah. He's a tall If anyone guy. wants to dig really far back, I believe you were live streaming the moment we met. I did actually. <laughs> that is, I that's right i did live stream that and sam uh sammy nash or it's not sammy sammy ash was in there too and i kind of like kind of not fanboyed but like sam ash is a music store that is a near dear in my heart because it's one that i kind of grew up in and uh that's the one i always went to i didn't go to guitar center and i saw him there and i was just like oh that's that's sammy ash i'm friends with him on facebook he wouldn't know who i am so i creeped for a little bit didn't say anything i think i mentioned i mentioned something on one of his pictures i was like yeah i was in the earl tubbs record shop and you were there he's like yeah i go every year you should have said hi and i was like dang it that was my way in <laughs> could have been an industry insider and didn't even know it yeah so so yeah i was recognized which is me geeking out super hard uh and uh, so yeah, Zach gave me a tour of the Therme, which I cannot control that thing on my own. I'm going to need like hours of lessons because it's just, it's so deep what you can do with those dip switches. And like, I'm still struggling to really dig into the features of my, uh, I have a tonal recall by them and I'm still really struggling to like get the ramping stuff figured out or like get my head wrapped around it. Not so much like it's hard to access this stuff, but it's just like for me, I'm so used to traditional effects that are static that uh, I kind of need a tutor <laughs> to get yeah. through them. I went to the Chase Bliss uh, booth my first year going to Summer Nam, and because I don't get to go to Winter Nam, that's just too far away. I live in Tennessee, so it's not too bad. It's a three-hour drive over. But I sat there and I went, and it was pretty cool because I sat down. I, I don't know who it was. It might have been Zach. It wasn't Joel. Um, I did talk with Joel. He gave me a couple shirts, and I sat there. I was just like, I was like, dude, I just need a place to hide out for a minute. He's like, dude, sit down, play some pedals and everything. I sat down with uh, a guy. He, I think, is blonde haired, and he sits there and he's like, he's like, here, let's mess around. And we just sat there and mess around with guitar gear. And I, he was like, oh, and then I can do this. And I just looked at him I'm like, dude, I'm dumb. Okay, like I need you to understand. Like, I don't know anything. Dude, I just started figuring out MIDI, and that's not even as complicated as half the stuff these people do. Like Chase Bliss's, those pedals are intimidating. I I would say they are and they aren't. Um, like on their face, they're really simple because it's it's the knobs that are in front of you, and they do a really great simple analog effect. Yeah, you know, it's it's six knobs or whatever how many are on there. Um, 
but it's when you get into the stuff that's the, those dip switches on the back with the ramping and basically means it's basically you, you tweaking that one of the knobs back and forth yeah. on an oscillator like you can get such crazy stuff out of that and it's really cool what they can do all right so, i'm a big fan oh well hold on so let's move to we've got what's new we do have something what's new with albie and it actually goes into our gear news which is there's a new company that albert is a part of or helping or you you can tell us yeah 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 um so I'm sure a couple of you guys uh, that are listening have kind of seen some talk around, but uh, some of the guys from Sinusoid, we are launching a second company called Squatch Design Co. Uh, starting off with pedal boards, but you know it's going to be a lot more than that. It's going to be a lot of uh, really high quality, kind of like crafted accessories in that same kind of realm. So think like other nice things made of wood, and you know maybe some some other of those artists and materials later on. But so yeah, couple, we're really oh. excited about what's going on with that. I, I got to peek the website a little early because um, you put up for people to check it out and everything. And there's a password and that was, made me feel, I was like, oh, snap, you got to log into this dang thing. But <laughs> one of the one of the cool things was it was pretty transparent. So you work with Sinusoid, which is known for their transparency. Um, mm-hmm. But they're pretty transparent on how, you know, what was it? It's pretty much what you what's on the website you can order. It's there. That yeah, was, yeah. That's pretty neat. Um Yeah, that was kind of something that we really wanted to lean into with this whole thing. You know, so many people, especially recently with a lot of different things that have gone on, you know, people get burned when they pre order something and, you know, it doesn't show up or it does, but months and months late. So we kinda wanted to combine, you know, that super high quality kind of thing with the ease of access. So yeah, like what you were saying, you know, every single different product, um, at least right now that's made by us on the site is going to be individually listed. So you'll actually see pictures of the unique board that you're going to get. Um, again, it's going to be more than boards, but, uh, just boards are kind of the, the launching flagship item. Um, so at, at some point, are you going to be able to do custom or are you guys going to try to stick with strictly what you what's on the website? I forgot you had an acronym on there or you had like a, a bunch of letters strained together for like what you see is what you can buy. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good question. So, um, we, you know, it's kind of funny because it's a big contrast from Sinusoid, which is so customizable. Um, you know, one of the really defining things about what we do. But. Uh, yeah, you hit the nail on the head with this one. You know, it's always going to be what you s- see is what you get. Um, you know, we're never going to do anything custom if you come to us with that. We're we're going to be honest and say, you know, no, that's not uh, that's not something we're going to do. You know, maybe maybe go here instead or something like that. Uh, you know, just because kind of leaning back into the things that matter to us on this. You know, if we do custom, that kind of takes away from the ease of availability. You know, making making sure that people get their boards quickly. Um, and then beyond that, you know, we feel like our pricing is incredibly competitive for what it is. And part of how we're able to keep it so low is not doing anything custom, you know. Uh, D- I think Doug Cower said once, every time that I do one, you know, custom feature on something, then it, it straight up just raises the price all across of everything, which yeah. is why he doesn't do the Titans custom at all. So fun little shout out to Doug. Love that guy. Makes great guitars. It gives great hugs too. 
Just throwing yeah, that out yeah. there. <laughs> Very great hugs. He's he's just a, a good man to be affectionate with. I gave I got a hug from Doug last year at Summer Nam. It made my day. It was like the last day of Nam. I was getting the Nam blues because I was like, man, I have to go home. This is all done. <laughs> he gave me a big hug. I was like, oh, I can leave with that. I'm I'll be happy. <laughs> oh yeah. What uh? So with the squatch, um, I don't know if you can if you're going to talk about this. Uh, what who's who's making the boards? Yeah, uh, so that's actually something that um, we've kind of done a couple of revisions to the to the site since I think you were last on there. Um, but we we actually kind of come right out and say who it is. So we spent a lot of time, you know, trying to look for somebody who could build to the standards that we have, because um, you know, like quality is such an important thing in this in this kind of uh, situation, and especially with you know the we wanted to do nice pieces of hardwood, you know, some exotic woods and everything, and that kind of thing just really needs an experienced craftsman. Mm-hmm. So funny enough, right next door to our shop in Seattle, there's a, there's a master carpenter um, who Andy's been friends with for years. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, he uh, his dad was actually also a master furniture maker. So I mean, like this dude comes from a long line of people who know what they're doing. Um, he makes some beautiful, beautiful furniture for some of the pricier. Uh, you know, living spaces in Seattle. So, I mean, this, this guy is, he's insane. Steve is his name. If I, if I didn't already drop that in there. So, uh, I've, one of the questions I had, so I was looking on the site and, um, so the boards, they're all wood, right? Mm-hmm. So wh- what about the uh, weight on those? Do you think they're going to be pretty comparable in weight to stuff that's out there? I, my, so I've owned quite a few boards over the time and I had one that was all wood and it seemed pretty heavy, but it's with with sinusoid you guys have always kept things pretty like low act you know you've got the sliver cables mm-hmm. and those are low action are you guys are, are they going to be pretty lightweight um yeah i mean for for a wooden board uh they they could be heavier okay <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll say that so it's in in terms of uh in terms of you know by so we have three different sizes i i'll, I'll get into this right now um so our small is a 16 by 8 by 2, and that's about two and a half pounds or so. Hmm. Um, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah. They, they get a little bit heavier as they get bigger, but, you know, that's kind of to be expected. So our medium is a 17 by 14 by three and a half, and that's about four and a half pounds or so. And then our large board, um, so our large boards are a little bit bigger. Those are 24 by 14 by three and a half. And those are about five, five and a half pounds. See, the one I had was about the size of a, I don't know all the pedal train sizes, but it was, it was the old big one. Um, gotcha. The pro like the pro, the pro. Yeah. yeah. I had a, a wooden one and that thing was probably about I'm the one of those around. The one I had was, it was all wood and that thing weighed about as much as like a three-year-old child. It oh was just, gosh. it was bad. <laughs> Well, like, I mean, it was a decent quality board. The guy was like making them one off out of his house and all that. And took, I mean, it was like one of those definite, like took me like nine months to get it. Had to keep emailing the guy, your typical boutique, small person story. And then, uh, I got it and that, th- yeah, that thing was heavy as all get up. So but yeah, we're, we're, uh, yeah, we're not going that heavy. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. Are the, are you guys going to be uh, showing those at summer Nam? hopefully um i mean we usually don't go the booth route 
Oh yeah, that's uh, right. You know, we we do more of a you know just kind of we we as a team walk around and you know meet with who we need to meet with and um and whatnot. But I mean, uh, we, you know, we're thinking um, since we're gonna be me and Anthony are gonna be staying in a house with you guys. You know, maybe we'll uh, we'll fly with one of them down. You know, just have it have it at the house so everybody can check it out. That'd Make sure nice. we do uh, do a super figured one so everybody can uh, can really enjoy that. <laughs> so uh, if Albert just kind of uh, told everyone, we're actually uh, there's quite a few of us that are going to be staying in a house together for Summer Nam. So if you're at Summer Nam and you want to know where all the nerds are hanging out, you can come by our place. <laughs> I'll be soldering something. <laughs> I'm just excited. I'm I'm gonna bring my Kemper and we're gonna mess around with that. And I'm trying to I'm trying to get people to That'll like. Be there's people people who are like driving in. I'm like bring bring me something that we can mess with. I wanna <laughs> I wanna profile an amp and record it for the podcast and like let people try to hear. So I think we've got to talk more of the logistics about us recording later on. But yeah, I there think, there's yeah. a chance that I might drive, and if I do, I'll bring like my son with me um not like my child son i don't have one of those <laughs> i was about to say like this I, is this turned into a maury episode really fast yeah. um but yeah it's it's a uh, like an old son head and i uh I, i'd bring uh, that down for sure that'll be fun i'm also gonna bring a speedo don't know if i'm gonna break it out but just just saying so you guys all have is there a, a pool at our place up. i don't think there is i don't think I, there is. I don't know i'll i'll make it happen man i'm a sloppy so, dude first first band i was ever in we played our first show it was in a place called apopka florida uh it's near kind of near Kissimmee in the disney area and we went out with a band that night uh they were called send out scuds they were a ska band and the lead singer was in a leopard print speedo and we went pool hopping at the omni so uh that's incredible I can I can show you how to pool hop if if that's what we want to do. Oh dude, dude, I'm a Florida kid in like a tourism town. I know how to pool hop. Trust uh, me. Albert and I are getting arrested this summer. That's all I know. Uh, so and then uh so So squatch boards. Uh <laughs> nice, nice segue, nice segue. I like it. Uh are you guys going to do IO on those or are they just going to be like a flat board style? Um, so right now they're, uh, they're a little bit angled. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we've kind of mentioned doing, doing a flat board sometime in the future. Um, the initial run is just going to be a couple of the angled ones. And like I said, you know, it's going to be so much more than boards coming up, but I, I know that I've already said that a couple of times, but I think that's just a really big thing that we really want to reiterate to people, you know, like our pedal boards are going to be great and they're going to feel super high quality and, you know, the price is going to really surprise you in a good way, but that's that's just a small portion of what we're going to do. It's just kind of the, the flagship, you know, the, the kind of thing that's really launching us. So is it going to kind of be, is it going to be like, kind of like how you've got like the beard companies, like they've got the websites and they, they sell beard stuff and like all this, like, are you going to do kind of like a lifestyle thing for guitar players, like all around, just like nice stuff for guitar players that you can buy? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so kind of like the vision behind it. Um, if you, if you go back to, um, even just the name, you know, it's, it's Squatch Design Co. So kind of the premise that we're going with, um, just we as a team, you know, we, we have, we feel like we have a good amount of experience, um, and we're, we're really interested in, you know, just coming up with these ideas, designing them and then bringing them to market by partnering with these like kind of high level, uh, highly skilled, uh, craftspeople. You know, kind of like starting off with Steve, like he's, I mean, he's great and he's going to be our carpentry guy. Um, as we kind of evolve, we'll probably find other people to do different things. But, um, 
but yeah, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be interesting. Um, I, I I think you guys will be really intrigued to see all the products that we that we plan on bringing out. Um, not in the super near future, but it's it's in the plans. It's in the cards. That's awesome. Sweet. So what? Um, so you've got Squatch going on, and um, you uh, are with Sinusoid. Is there anything new coming out with Sinusoid? I know that you guys have really been um, just everything you guys have really put out has been hitting it out of the park. You've got a really good fan base, um, a re- well, or a really good customer base, which have end up being fans of you guys. I mean, Tony Ropes, Andy, you, everyone loves. The, it's like the personalities that work there. Um, the what's the, what I'm trying to get at. So, what, do you guys have anything new launching soon? Are you guys kind of focusing on Squatch right now? Um, yeah. So you know, uh, that's that's a really interesting question, just um, from the perspective of, you know, we, yes, the three of us that you just mentioned, you know, we're we're pretty uh, heavily involved with the Squatch stuff too, um, and it has been a big focus of ours. Um, but we just really kind of want to add a little bit more like separation between the two brands. Okay. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that's kind of like an, an interesting challenge that we're running into kind of splitting off of that. But yeah, uh, anyway, back to, uh, back to the main part of your question, nothing really new on, uh, on sinusoid right now. It's been, it's been pretty heavy focus on, on the squatch side for right now. And we're, okay. we're super close to launching on that. Okay, cool. Okay, okay, cool. So Albert, um, with a, a lot of uh, companies have been, you know, moving to uh, mixing, you know, like metal and wood and stuff like that. Are is is Squatch really focusing on wood? Is that kind of the thing that you're doing? Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, we really wanted to partner, like I said earlier, with a lot of, you know, these really talented kind of craftspeople. Um, so, you know, that led us to kind of leaning a little bit more heavily on the wood side. We've actually, um, you know, and something else that, that I think is really cool is, you know, these aren't just like stained plywood boards, you know, um, like we're, we're dealing with like maple, jatoba, sapili, teak, like all, you know, kind of woods like that for sides, top, back, all of that on the wow. first run. And, uh, and I, I, I think that, you know, it really shows through the use of that exotic wood you're able to see a lot more grain in it. I mean, I I think when, you know, people really start seeing these, they're going to be they're going to be really happy with how they look. Well, with the ones I saw on the website, it seems like it's kind of be one of those things where no two kind of no two really look exactly the same because there's so much uh variances with the woods that yeah, it looks yeah. really cool. That you're you're not your board even though you're not ordering a custom one is going to look like your board and, and probably not look like anyone else's. Yeah. Yeah. That's something else that we really wanted to uh, put, put a lot of focus into, which, you know, something you, you get more of when you're using these higher quality woods like this. So I, I think that, you know, it blends a nice uh, combination of, you know, you get that more immediate need from, from our boards because they're all listed individually and, you know, you can, you actually get to see it, order it, and then it ships immediately. Um, but you also get that custom feel because, like you said, you know, with these types of woods, you're never going to see two that look exactly the same. So every board's completely unique and custom in its own way, but, you know, being put through a simple, easy, kind of streamlined process. A little bit of the best of both worlds, which is uh, something that we're really, really excited about. One of the... Like, yeah. 
go ahead. I was going to say, since since you, you mentioned that, I, I went and dug up my last email from Sinusoid. So if you're not on their, um, their mailing list, get on it. Because they're, they're fun emails and really cool things are showing off. But this last photo you sent and the, the March 20th one, I mean, you're seeing finger-jointed corners there, which is really fancy craftsmanship. And being a former woodworking nerd, I'm just loving that. You're seeing a flame maple on the top. You're seeing a quilted one in the back. These things are just beautiful. Yeah, I don't know if you can see it on um, on the one that we featured last in the email, but actually a lot of the, the bigger boards, um, I think you, you'll really appreciate this, Scott. So there there will actually be like a lighter or darker color wood binding going around as well on oh. a lot of those boards. Yeah, I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's something special. I'll, uh, I'll send you some pics later. <laughs> We're going to pause the recording so I can give Albert my credit card number right now. And then... <laughs> Scott, those sounds that you just made were not normal sounds. I should all. not have recorded that. No, it's okay. That, just take that, it out and post. Take it out and no, post. No, no, we'll that stays it. in. That stays in. <laughs> That's just gonna be the end of every every episode. It's got just going. Mm. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we've talked about, you know, we've we've touched on some sinusoid. We've talked about squatch. So the one of the things is is Albert. If you don't know who he is, you're living under a rock in the gear world, in my opinion. Or you're not on Facebook enough. Um, Albert has been um, just – he's a mustache that everyone knows. Uh, I remember he he shaved off the mustache. There, I believe there was a public outcry, possibly um, petitions that were signed. <laughs> not saying yeah there there was uh there there was a little bit of um of resistance to that one time that i shaved it so <laughs> but, it's been growing ever since uh yeah but it, he's it but it stays the same length it'll never he'll <laughs> he doesn't trim it but it stays there um so albert was with a company for a long time and he left the gear world for a minute he actually did a you did a commercial Oh, was, I did a I did a lot of weird stuff to get by for a little bit. Dude, th- that commercial <laughs> though, if you haven't seen it, we've got to find a way to get it out there. It is yeah, probably I, I, I can get the link. You guys can put it in like the description of the pod. Please beat. do. What so? What was the commercial about again? I remember you were a nurse, wasn't it? Traveling yeah. nurses. Um, yeah. So <laughs> it it was it was actually yeah traveling nurse uh, commercial uh, medical staffing company. Uh, shouts out to Fusion Medical Staffing. Uh, you guys are the real deal. Um, if you're listening to this by any yeah. chance <laughs> yeah you know if you know like like i said i'm i'm still still shouting you guys out even uh post commercial but yeah so i was uh i was like the leader of a gang of angry nurses um for a little bit uh we we, we said and did some hurtful things um then it kind of flip-flop and it was you know had we been nice which w- was a better outcome and then uh, there's a little extra special treat for you if you hang around till the end in the pool scene. So all all I gotta say is sometimes I can get real patriotic, and uh, and that's 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 all you need to know. Just just look for that, and you'll you'll get it. You'll get it. Oh, uh, it was great. And then uh, but then you joined back with Sinusoid. But but one of the things that I f- would be cool for the listeners to hear, all seven of you listeners. Um, <laughs> Hey, we have dozens of listeners. <laughs> There's dozens, dozens of them. <laughs> uh, is is tell us a little bit about you outside of working in the gear industry. What do you what do you do with your own gear life? 
Oh yeah, um, that's a uh, that's 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 a good question. I'm I'm uh, really honored that you guys are that interested in me. You know, um, <laughs> uh, it's you know I I guess I'll start like from the beginning. You know, um, I started playing bass when I was uh, when I was a pretty little kid. Uh, yeah, I am a I am a bass player first. Um, the the rare breed that didn't start on guitar and then switch over because somebody needed it. Uh, or the so, or the the guy like me who was a bass player and was like, yeah, I'm gonna go with the guitar because it's really hard to sit outside the band room and just play bass and be cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. It did not score me a lot of points uh, growing up usually. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I started playing when I was I want to say I was seven when I started playing bass. Um, so I started pretty early. Uh, when I hit fifteen. I started playing in local metal bands uh, around my hometown, um, which was uh, which was kind of funny because I, I was a pretty small kid. Um, anybody who's seen me in person knows I'm I'm still not a very uh, big person. I think um, I still have the picture of me holding you up. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's a great one. Um, I like the photo of you and me together. That yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I call a contrast right there. Um, <laughs> But uh, but yeah, so I'm I'm not uh, I'm not a big dude. Um, I forget where was I going with this again. Um, totally you played bass. Yeah. I'd no, no, it was me. I derailed you. That's it. Just it's what happens. It's okay. Long story short, I met Diaz, fell in love, and now here I am. Um, He's living in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so you know, played uh, played bass. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say. Okay, so um, so yeah, I was pretty small as a kid. Um, I'm still a pretty small dude. So I was 15 when I started playing out, and uh, I got the very affectionate nickname of the 12-year-old bass player for a couple years, <laughs> um, where people were like, how does he like get into these shows, let alone play? Uh, but, you know, I, I, I did my thing for a little bit, uh, did, did a little bit of light touring um, with, uh, again, a lot of heavy stuff. Um, and uh, then I, I joined with another company. Um, that's that's a whole other story. Uh, moved to Nebraska from Florida, where, where I'm from originally. Um, didn't work out with them. Uh, kind of spent you know some time up here just kind of figuring figuring my stuff out. Ended up landing with Sinusoid. Um, so yeah, it's been it's it, I mean it's been a it's been a really fun adventure so far. I'm. I'm super thankful about getting to just be in the industry. You know, it's it's one of those things where growing up uh, as a kid, you know, I, I always kind of heard the whole classic like, oh, well, you like can't do music. Like eventually you're going to have to do a re- you're going to have to get a real job. You know, how do you get a guitar player off your front porch? Pay him for the pizza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, so, you know, I, I'd kind of heard that uh, growing up my whole life. And, you know, it's it, it really is a beautiful thing that. And obviously, you know, a lot of people can make it that way. I don't think that was for me. Um, I don't think you should tell people it's not for them. But I, you know, I think it was actually kind of like the right thing um, in my scenario. And uh, and just being able to, you know, find an alternative route to still be involved in the industry, to still, you know, work around and, and do music-related things without actually, you know, doing the act of physically playing your career and, and and you know that's that's just such a cool thing that there's so much space in this industry you know there's there's such great opportunity for everybody with any skill set to you know really d- 
deep dive uh dive deep into the whole industry and you know really really kind of get something going i mean i yeah i was a dumb kid from florida who uh who didn't know anything when i started doing this and and it seems to have worked out all right. So if, if I can make it, then anybody can. <laughs> you should be like a motivational speaker. They sh- at NAM, that's what they're gonna have is like you up there looking like Tony Robbins with the headset on. The, I like the, it. Like, I like the, it. The cowboy mic or whatever it is. Like just go. If I can do it, you can too. And uh, but that's pretty cool. So here's my. So when you what are you doing with uh, music now? Are you playing at at church or anything or? Yeah, uh, so I kind of took a little bit of time off, um, not a hundred percent on my own. I uh, just going from like a smaller town um, to like a bigger city, even if it is Nebraska. You know, it's kind of harder to get plugged into a scene in a in a bigger area. Um, but now I'm I'm doing a lot of playing. Uh, you guys all know Isaiah, right? Yeah, sure. Dominguez, right? Yeah, um, one of the most beautiful men you'll ever meet. Um, had had to give him a little bit of love there, uh, but yeah. So I, I I play music with him, um, just kind of like you know, contracts me out to be his bass player from time to time. And uh, I have a I have a solo project that I'm that I'm kind of working on. Um, I've I've been uh, I've been pretty busy for a minute, but uh, it is a surf punk uh, two piece band, um, just uh, me playing guitar and a drummer called Fuzz Dolphin. Um, gonna, gonna be some real cool stuff coming out with that. Hopefully soonish. I, I have songs written. Um, it's just been a matter of kind of me finding who's going to be my drummer for that and then kind of going from there. Um, but yeah, that's just a lot of fun, fuzzy tones. And, um, that's, that's kind of my, my other thing that I've been doing. I, I play at a, I play at church sometimes, but not a ton. Um, so, you know, do, do a little bit of dabbling here and there, uh, Every once in a while, Isaiah has me uh, play bass on like a little like jingle or something that he wrote. Like there was like a lawn care commercial that um, that he did that I I threw down a little bass line for. So I, I try that to stay busy with it now. Cool. <laughs> yeah. That sounds really cool. Like I would love to be the guy who's like like no no you hear that you hear that that's me right there. Yeah. No no, no. <laughs> you got, hit the TiVo fifteen seconds back and then listen to it again. Yeah, like I said, I I did a couple of random odd jobs like that uh, in in between my last gear job and this one. Like what you said, you know, the commercial. Um, I did. Uh, I did obviously um, <clears throat> um, that. Uh, also, I did like some random voice acting too. Like I there there were a couple of, like church videos that I that I would narrate. You know, do do a real nice voice. And, and people like it, so I, I I did a couple of random random fun things to to stay busy, and to you know stay stay going. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty awesome. All right, so it looks like our time is about up, so we're gonna wrap it up here. Um, you know, for the effects loop, we want to say thanks for listening. Um, a shout out to Marcus Gullen who did uh, let us use a song for the theme music. So every week when you listen in, um, that's Marcus Gullen. He's my brother. Uh, you can check out his album Piece Together and uh, we'll have a link for that in the description as well. So you guys have a good week. Thank you. Thanks all. Thank you. Who didn't say thank Marissa talk. <laughs> I know. She was so quiet this episode. <laughs>
Dictionary, why is negativity always drawing out pictionary? Visualize love, energize lives together, together. We undefeated, a plan to make well, there's no gloves needed. When we weed into the mindset of achieving and believing in a community that remains happy. Never after, the world should be one. Hate annihilated, every heart is one. Love again, so don't.